Number one, it's a blessing to be alive. That's number one. Because uh, like I said, back in 09, I thought life was over with for me. I thought God was just calling me home at the time. And if he did, I just had to accept that because that's what God wanted, you know. But he left me here for a reason, man. And it's just, you got to be thankful for that because it could it could have been worse for you. I could have been at, I could have been in the bed not being able to move my arms. I could have been laying in the bed doing an interview with you. You just never know. But if you bless you just to wake up, just to see this concrete, baby, to lean over, just touch some grass. <laughs> Ain't no other way but just to be happy to be able to touch that grass because everybody gave can't ain't ain't opportunity to touch the grass. I believe that love is all around us. Love is everything and everywhere. I am love. You are love. We are all love. In our divinity, in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being, we are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace, to help you come from a place of love more often, to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding, and accepting. This can only be achieved together. It starts with each and every one of us. We are one, and it's time we start acting that way. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I love you, I support you, and I'm here for you. Let's together create more love in this world. Let's do this. Corey Borner will walk again. He is a motivational speaker and one of the most positive and inspirational people I've ever connected with. He was injured 12 years ago during his high school football practice, which resulted in him being paralyzed from the waist down. Every single day, Corey inspires people to never give up, no matter how hard a situation may be. He believes we can always find a way, and I totally agree. I have so much love for who Corey is, and I couldn't be more grateful to share his light and beautiful mindset with all of you. Corey Borner, Mr. I mean, motivation, inspiration, man. Thank you for being here on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. It's an honor. Yeah, man. I'm so excited to, to chat with you. We hop on the call. I'm like, Corey, how's everything going? He's like, I'm blessed, man. Life is good. Things are great. I just love that attitude, man. It's like, no matter where we're at in life, what is happening, we always have the choice um, to choose positive and to choose love and to choose kindness. And you know, a situation could be tough, but it's like, it's up to us and how we view that situation. Um, it's our perspective on it. It's our view on it. It's our mindset towards it that creates the actual reality that we live in. And I just appreciate your mindset, man, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it's a true blessing. True blessing to have. 
Awesome, man. And Corey, uh, if you can just let everybody know. So I know um, it was about like 12 years ago, right? It was, I think it was during a football practice. Um, if you want to just continue that story uh, about what happened 12 years ago. Oh, uh, well, uh, May 6, 2009, just a regular day. Um, I was 16 years old and I was getting ready for school. I had to catch the bus that morning and um, I was walking to the bus when I realized that I left something. So I had to run back home and uh, run back in the house at the time. And my mama heard me running up and down the stairs. And she was like, you know, if you missed that bus or, you know, I'm not taking you to school. So uh, I got what I needed and I got out the door and I finally made the bus just in time. So yeah, school was going good. School was going great. You know, then it, it came to football practice. I played cornerback. My number was number 24. And um, it was the last play of football practice. I was telling the head coach, uh, one more play, one more play. And then as soon as that one play occurred, the receiver had caught the ball. And as soon as he caught it, I had my head down too low. And uh, I made a hit where I couldn't move nothing from my neck all the way down to my feet. So, you know, when you make a hit and a lot of people get, get around you and try to tell you, good hit, good hit, good hit. So at that time, I was like, you know, don't touch me, don't touch me. And my first words were, you know, God be with me, God be with me, because I tried to get up, but I couldn't get up. And uh, that's when everything got quiet and everybody started going in and practice ended. And so I asked the head coach, was I going to be okay? He said, yeah, Corey, you're going to be just fine. I asked the trainer the same question. He told me the same answer. And when the ambulance came, I asked them the same question. So. In my mind, I said, I'm going to get these crutches and I'm going to go home. And Corey, how has this experience, um, how has it affected your life? Like, I, I guess, let me even ask first, this positive, beautiful mindset that you have now, did you always have that prior to the accident? Well, to elaborate a little more, headed into the hospital, like, I didn't know it was a spinal cord injury until my doctor came in there and told me after I saw myself on TV. So I did my, you know, surgery and my surgery took nine hours. I was at Parkland at that time, the hospital here in Dallas. And so I had woke up. I was in and out of it. I was, I was woke, sleep, woke, sleep at the time. I was woke and I saw my picture on TV. So I started to panic, like wondering why, why am I on TV, you know, you know, the solo player hurt playing football. So it didn't dwell on me. A spinal cord injury occurred. So when the doctor came in there and told me, your core, you suffered a C5, C6 spinal cord injury. You have to use a wheelchair for the rest of your life. So that's when tears start to fall. And I start asking God and blaming God, you know, asking him, why, be, why me, why me? And so uh, it took a lot of people to try to come keep me in that positive attitude the question you just asked, like uh, Terrell Owens and Coach Mac Brown, he used to be the coach of Texas back 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 in the days. He's the North Carolina head coach now. So it took those type of people to come, you know, keep me in a positive mindset. But like I just said, it took me about a year to accept the fact of, you know, this is where God wants me at, and this is where God has me. You know, just 16, you know, you just now starting to live life as a 16-year-old and doing things that you, that a regular 16 year old love to do. 
that I never got the opportunity to do for only like two months. I only had my driver's license for just two months. So, you know, legally, you know, and it was tough. It was tough and it's something to adapt to and uh, get used to. Do you feel like um, it did, It took you about a year to just maybe accept it, um, that it was God's will, right? That God um, gave this to you. Um, you know, I don't want to like put you in this situation, but like everything is given to us from God, you know? And I really believe that things aren't attracted to us and given to us unless we are able to handle them. And right. right and I firmly believe that like every situation is, is there to help us grow. Um, and you know, God understands our growth, our journey, our path way more than we ever could understand it. Right. And we may want it to go in a certain way, but God source universe it knows the way better than we could ever know. Um, True. Right. And um, so it was through those people, right. That helped you have a positive mindset. But like, when did you really become on this path, man? Like you're a motivational speaker, you're inspiring people every single day. You're encouraging people to never give up no matter how hard the situation, how long after that right. accident did it take you to get into that mindset where you were just helping so many people? Well, um, after I got home from rehab at, at Baylor, and I, went, I went to Parkland, then went to Baylor. So I got from rehab, I wanted to go back to school. Um, they wanted to put me in homeschool at the time. I was like, nah, I'm still 16. I still want to be, you know, normal and still around my, you know, friends and things like that. But I also was worried about what people was going to think, you know, going from walking to Sydney. Um, but I couldn't worry about that. I just really want to get back in school and just still be normal. Uh, because like I said, I wasn't born like this. So, but it's still going to be challenging for other people to accept the fact they miss Corey walking. And now it's a whole nother ball game. But I wanted to do more. I used to like just do different speeches and things, but I never took it seriously. So like the Hall of Fame of Tim Brown had came to my house and this is how I really kicked off. You know, he came over and, and, and asked me, Corey, um, you know, you know, you can't really you know, work right now. Why won't you just spread your testimony, you know, speaking? Motivational speaking and, and letting people know how you live your life and the, you know, in 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 the church and, and how you making the best of it. So I was like, me speaking to five hundred some people. I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. So three hours later, I have a tree that I sit under that I talk to God about everything about and discuss. So I prayed on it and I asked God, you know, what's my plan B in life? So He said, Cool, I want you to be a motivational speaker and spread your testimony. So when God gave me that sign and that 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 conversation after high school, I went to a college here in um, in Dallas, uh, in Lancaster, Texas, called uh, Cedar Valley College. I took three speech classes to learn how to speak the right way in a proper way and not all over the place. And ever since then, I've been speaking and enjoying it because I do have a testimony to tell, and I do. Uh, want to continue to encourage people because we all go through things in life, you know, ain't nobody like perfect, but, you know, you make a mistake, you know, learn from it. Um, you just got to continue to keep pushing and somebody's always watching. 
And God is one of them that's always watching. But, of course, outside of God, there's other people that's watching you as well. You know, so, and I tell people, you know, sometimes you don't get a second chance in life. Sometimes that one that one mistake is that one mistake, and it's, that was your chance. You know, I'm a believer in second chances, but, you know, a lot of people, you know, mess up and don't get that second chance again. Hmm. So you got to watch it. Definitely, man. And, and who are you speaking in front of normally? Is it schools? Is it, is it uh, teams? Well, it just depends. I, my, if you ask me, my favorite is the youth uh, because that's where it starts at. You know, everything starts at home. And, uh, you know, these days, our generation with the youth is a whole nother ball game. I'm 28. But, you know, they, it's a lot of gun violence these days, you know, a lot of stuff like that instead of, you know, back in the days, they used to fight each other with their fists and be cool the next day. You know, so these days it's a whole nother ball game. You can't step on somebody's shoe, they're going to pull a gun and try to do gun violence. So I try to speak on things like that, try to avoid, you know, our youth from just getting into it over small things, real minor things, you know. Um, you know, just try to, you know, come together, you know. And, I, and a lot of people, uh, uh, young men, you know, join football teams so they can stay out of trouble. You know, they know they're not as well as playing the game of football, but when you're a part of something, it keeps you out of trouble, especially with football. You know, you have a lot of things going with football. Your grades got to be right to be on the team. So you have a lot of expectations to to hold yourself accountable of, to be a part of something that, that can keep you out of trouble. Damn, man. I just, I have just so much love and, and respect for you for taking this path, right? You had this, you know, the situation happened two years ago and dude, you are using it to be a catalyst for motivation and positivity and to inspire people. And it's just, I literally, I'm in awe at, by you, man. And I just have so much, literally so much love for you for, to be on this journey, to be using everything that God has given you in the best way that you could possibly use it, right? In the most positive way that you can, any situation. And there's just, there's just so much to say about that sort of a mindset. And, um, it's really like stories like yours that really do move people and it allows them to know in moments of toughness, it's like, I can get through this because Corey set such an incredible example. You know what I mean? And when they're able to see you and see other stories, like it's like, they know there's hope there, right? They know that it's possible for them to be happy, to have joy in their life, to be positive. And sometimes a lot of people, they just need that. They just need that little push they mm-hmm. just need that little bit of hope where they've seen it somewhere else and they see someone like you with a smile on their face all the time going around and speaking and, and just helping people. And really, dude, I'm just... Um, right, right. Yeah, just have like just so much love for, for who you are um, and how you carry yourself. Thank you. Of course, man. And just what you're doing in this life Right. And what and how you've taken, you know, a quote unquote negative situation and turned it into something beautiful where you're putting such goodness out into the world and you're helping so many people. You know, you know, with the negative, you know, I, I say this all the time to enjoy the negative. Why? Because those people that that tell you you can't do something, you know, I love to prove people wrong. Um, 
I don't retaliate with negativity, you know, because I, I had to get myself humble back in 2009. See, the old Corey, I used to kind of react to negativity in a, in, a, in, a, in a mean way, you know. But that was, that was expected because I didn't know where I was at at the time, being in the chair, you know, 16. You upset you upset because you the situation we in you it's things you want to do that that you know you can't do right now um you know somebody tell you you can't do something you want to go off on them so God really humbled me the person now I'd rather look at it okay take it in pray about it um keep going remember what they said I'm like okay they said you won't walk again but you know God bless you to be able to get in the machine, and I guess we'll talk about that here shortly. Um, but I'll elaborate on that here in the, here shortly. But uh, yeah, so it's just a positive attitude and what you make of it. You can easily let somebody bring you down, and you can use you can easily use it as motivation. Just use it as motivation because mm-hmm. you're gonna have a lot of people that tell you you can't do anything, and you're gonna have a lot of people just to be evil is the word to sum it all up. Um, just use it. Don't let it hurt your feelings. It might hurt, but don't let it hurt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so good, man. It's like, right, the negative situations, the unkind people in life. Just like, right. right, you don't need to reciprocate that. I love that about you, man. You don't You don't need to be negative back or or go back against them. You, you can use that for your own motivation. You can use it as a tool to move exactly. forward. It's just, it's so good because there's so many times in life. And I, I, I mean, there's been times in my life too where a negative situation will happen and I'll let it bring me down and I let it eat, eat at me. And it's like, that never serves me. That never helps us. It never does any good. Right, right. When we're able to take any situation and see the positive in it or see some sort of gratitude in it, that's when our lives just drastically, drastically uh, begin to change so much. And I just, I, you know, I also think too, it's like, we live in a reality of, of duality. So, because there's positive, there's also negative, right? So it's like, that's just the world that we live in where there's just both ends of the spectrum. So you don't get negative without having positive. You don't have positive without having negative because Mm -hmm. the positive situation would just be what it was if negative didn't also exist. So it's like, Right. right. This helped me one day where it's like, you can't curse one and love the other, right? You can't be like all happy about the positive stuff and be like, oh, the negative stuff sucks. Why is this there? It's like, you don't get positive without negative. So just embrace it all and just make the best out of, out of all of it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So I, and with that, um, uh, I'm elaborate a little more. Like when people say, don't question God, but my thing is when you questioning God, you really having a conversation with him. With when they say don't question, you, you're talking to God and you ask him for an answer. So you ask him a question. You know, a lot of people do say that don't question him, but it's a conversation with him. Is what I call it because people tell you talk to God, so you talking to him, you ask him a question. So he's gonna answer on his timing though. He's gonna answer. Yeah. He might not give you the answers right then, but he knows how you feeling. He knows what's on your mind, and um. You know, and a lot of people, sometimes you got to open your mouth and tell God what you want because you can just, he knows what's on your mind, but sometimes when you open your mouth and, and you manifest what you want and you and you talk to him, it, it'll it make the situation a lot more better because you open your mouth, he hear you. He hear you. Mm. You know, he going to bless you with what you want, but 
you just don't call them when you need them. You call God all the time because God don't bless you if you just call him when you need him. When you just, when everything's just going right in your favor, you just thank him for that. You know, you thank him when in the good times and you thank him in the bad times because he's always with you. Love that, man. I, I, I could not agree more. You thank him in the good times and you thank him in the bad times. Because in the, it. right? And in those quote unquote bad times, they are really there to serve you. They're there for a reason. They're there for your soul's evolution and, and your growth. And that's why I always do like the quote unquote bad or the quote unquote negative, because to me, if again, a quote unquote negative situation happens to you, but that situation gets you to exactly where you need it to be and helps you grow and helps you learn to love more and be more compassionate and all these beautiful things. Well, then was it really negative? Was it really right? Was it really bad? if that was needed in order for the growth of, of who you are. Um, exactly. And, and Corey, man, I really am. I'm just so inspired by your mindset, dude. And you, you're like, you literally inspire me. And I, uh, I, I feel like I, I do have a, you know, a positive um, loving mindset, but I can always work on it. I think we can always just get oh, a little always bit. always room for improvement. Yes. Right. There is, man. So like, I just, I'm curious for you, are there certain things that you do every day or the practices that keep you in a positive mindset or is this just like who you are? Well, I spend most of my time outside. Like I am now. Um, I really like being out here because I call it, I call it my me time. You know, we all need our me time and that's what we like to do. No matter what others say, you know, it can be, it get hot here in Texas. So it can be maybe 100 degrees out here and they see Corey sitting out here. The first thing in their mind is, what you doing out here? It's so hot out here. Well, the question you should be asking is, you know, how you feeling? You know, what you up to? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm and I tell them I'm having my me time with God. Mm. And, they, and they say, and, and they roll by, they can't say nothing because that's just a good positive thing. You know, that's just my me time with him. And um, that's what pretty much what I do. Um, and like I say, you know, we're going to have our days. That's normal because I am still human. Um, but I spend most of the time outside under my tree and roll around the block and just uh, having conversations with him. You know, sometimes I just, I turn the phone over. Why I do that? Because when you're talking to God, you got you to be able to focus on him talking to him. You know, we're doing so much at one time. You can't text and be on social media watching college sports highlights and stuff and try to ask God and talk to God. Like, you're not focusing on what you're trying to talk to God about. Mm -hmm. So that's why I encourage people when I do get my speeches, turn the phone over sometime. You know, put your phone aside because you got to be able to talk to him without that phone. See, that's these days social media just takes over. You can't get nothing done because social media is all in your face. It, it's people that need that literally need social media to get through their day. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, like I said, I'm not saying I'm up, I'm up here not perfect. You know, I do get on my social media, but when it comes to being that that time with God and really having that conversation with Him, I turn the phone over and I just put it on vibrate or whatever, um, and just have my time. Mm-hmm. And when and when I and when people do that, when I try to encourage them to do that, you know, they message me, Corey, it really helped me. I never really seen it that way because I'm always on my, always on my phone. 
Uh, but I do see a difference in what I prayed for, and I do see a difference in what I talk to God about since I put that phone to the side for at least five minutes of my day. Mm-hmm. At least five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's like we we do. We need that time. I'm like, I love that you you go, you have like your tree that you go sit outside and you just be there with God. Yeah, just there. Right. Just there. And you know, I did not just um I have a watch on my wrist right here that um I don't know if you can see it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, this watch here controls me rolling around a block by myself. I have an extra wheel on here. I can just turn the watch on and just double tap the watch and it rolls by itself. So that's even better. More independent. More independent. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I get to get to get on and 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 don't have to ask nobody to push me. I'm just I'm here. Yep. It's like we need that time in silence and stillness. And uh, I love that about. I'm a huge fan of putting your phone down and not being yes. so, right? Where so many times we're so sucked in, our attention is so brought out, outward. And social media and our phone, it, it does that. It, it just pulls our attention outward away from ourselves. And when we're able mm-hmm. to put our phone down, put it on silent, not look at it. We're able just to be and being in that silence and being in that presence. That is how you connect. That is how you connect with God. With God and also just, Thoughts in general, like, you know, yeah, okay, yeah. what's next? What's next? Okay, can I do this next? Okay, okay, I'm not doing that right. So how can I, even with my speeches, I'm talking to myself and and and, and, and really hearing myself, you know, okay, this is what I'm going to say next. Okay, now I need to say that more better. I need to say that more clear. You know, all of that, it matters. It really matters and it helps. It helps me. Mm-hmm. So I try to encourage others to, to try to, Put that phone down, turn it over some type of way, at least five minutes. Some people don't even want to put it down five minutes, Justin. That's wild, man. Five minutes. Yeah. We need to do, we need to detach from our phones. We need. You can give God five minutes of your time. Right. And I tell people, you, people make time for what they want. I don't use the word busy. I don't use that word busy because. If I'm over here doing this, I can make time to do this. Hmm. If it really matters to you, prime example, I'm on the phone call with you. It mattered to me to be on time, to be on the Zoom call with you, to set a day out to do this. If I didn't show up, where's Corey at? You know, I like, I'm the type of person, if I say I'm going to do something to do, I know things happen. Things do happen, but I have to be here when I say I'm going to be here because this is what I was going to be here to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and you get more respect like that too when you do things and you be early, you be on time and you, and you, and you, and you engage in the conversation and, and give people the time and, you know, and don't mm-hmm. rush off with people, you know, and things like that. So um, even when Tim Brown came over here, he didn't rush off. He gave me his time. He gave me his time. Uh, even Ezekiel Elliott, you name it. I have a lot of people that came over to this house and just gave me their time. Wow. And that's a blessing. It is. Wow. And man, one of the, the video that I, I saw of you that just blew me away and um, really just sparked my intrigue about you and just who you are was that video of you walking across stage um, walking, right? It was, 
Was that the first time with the exoskeleton that you walked? Well, I've been practicing in it um, since June. My first time walking in it was June. Um, like I said, I've been here 12 years. So when it came about with the school, um, they had called a lady named Miss uh, Stephanie was asking, uh, how would you think Corey would be able to walk in the machine during graduation? Because I graduated in December, virtually, due to this COVID myth. Um, and I was wondering, like, uh, I just hope one day I get to go across that stage. Ain't, ain't no better feeling than going across the stage accepting something that you worked hard for and earned. So I was just praying on that day come. So it came. So the lady called her and was like, can Corey, you know, use that machine to walk across the stage? I was like, well, let me make a couple of phone calls to Baylor Hospital and let's see. You know, you never know something to you ask. So they said, um, Corey, yeah, that'll be perfect. So that right there, I didn't tell nobody that I was walking across the stage. I told people that I got a big surprise. I got a, a special guest coming. So that's what made it more special and better. And uh, it, it was just amazing uh, to be able to get in the machine. Uh, my Dr. Hamilton brought the machine up to my attention uh, back in June, have I ever been in one of these machines? And I said, no, nah, I used to see things like that on YouTube and things like that back in 2009, 2010, but it didn't dwell on me that I'd be able to get in it. And uh, Dr. Hamilton reached out to a lady named Megan at the Frisco Star where the Cowboys practice here in Dallas, a little part in Dallas, and uh, she set it up. But, Justin, it wasn't promised that I was going to be able to get in the machine. Uh, why I say that? Because you have to be a certain height and a certain weight to get in this machine. Um, so when my mama took me to uh, Mama Born, when she took me to uh, to Baylor, um, she had took me to the bathroom and I prayed. I said, Mama, I hope I'll be able to get in this machine. If not, you know, I'm just going to continue to keep pushing and inspire the word in some type of way. So I came out. It said, uh, Corey, you qualify to get in the machine. You, 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 your height is right and your weight is right. So I was like, okay, well, now it's it's go time now. So when they put me in the machine, uh, they stood me up. I told them, give me a minute. Uh, I'm going to tell you, just like I told the news people, I was nervous, happy, because nervous-wise, I'm going to finally take a step after 12 years in my life. My mama was the last person to see me take some steps, walking down, the, running down the stairs to catch the bus. And she's recording it too. And then the happy part is, God finally just done blessed me to finally take some steps now. <laughs> so after those two steps, after those 10 seconds was over with, I told my therapist, Chad and Molly, I'm ready. I took a step with my first right leg and that's where it started. Uh, my first test, I took 526 for my first time. Wow. And that's when just the news story started to grow, grow, and even grow even more. Like, ever since June, July, I've been doing news stories and podcasts out of nowhere. But it really started with uh, this machine. Because um, uh, I tell other people, like in wheelchairs, I get a lot of questions. Corey, can I get in that machine? Corey, can I get in the machine too? So I try to tell them the way, you know, and I keep it real with them. Like, well, you got to be a certain height for this machine. You got to be a certain weight for this machine. 
you know, if it was up to me, though, just I would love for everybody to get in it, even with people that's born with a disability, people who had a stroke, whoever, whoever. I would love everybody to get in the machine, but it's not a promise for everybody to get in it. And uh, how does it work for people who are listening right now um, who have thought about, you know, being in one of these machines and just wants more information on them? How, I know you said you're a doctor, but how does it work? Like, if okay. anyone, ha- yeah, if anyone's like the right uh, height and, and weight, are they able to get in? Or like, how do you make the connections? How did your doctor even get the machine? With the connection of the machine, what it does is, you know, I've been at church 12 years, so I tell people it's going to take some time because the machine, it try to help the brain to connect back to the legs like it used to be 12 years ago. And so with my therapist, when I got in there, Molly, she was telling me, because the first thing I did was look down at my feet when I got in the machine. <laughs> so to try to stay focused, what you have to do is look forward. That's probably example when you walking, Justin, you're looking forward. You're not looking down. But you so ex- so I'm so me, I'm so excited. I'm looking down because I'm looking at my feet finally moving. Yeah. So she told me to try my best to look forward. Why? So you can focus on thinking about right, left, right, left. Put it in your mindset of getting those legs to connect back to your brain. So, so your brain can know what's going on so it can send a signal, a sign mm-hmm. down there so you can know what's going on. So um, that's why I tell people, you know, I had a comment by a lady. She was telling me, Corey, why you ain't walking yet? You walking the machine? I said, well, let me explain something. Let me educate you. It's going to take some time because 12 years, all my body been knowing is sitting. So with this machine, I just, I'm still fresh in it. Just, I'm still fresh in it. It ain't even been a whole year yet for me. It's just been June. And I've been getting in it once a month, not twice a month, just once a month. So every time I get in there, I make the best of it and I do my best because, you know, they don't sell those machines and they're hospital-based. So every opportunity that I get to get in it, I try to do my best and give it my all 100%. You know, I walked yesterday. I don't know if you saw that video and I was going to send it to you. I don't know if you saw that video or not. I did see it. I did. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I was going yeah. to give it to y'all so y'all can, because it's, it's milestones, Justin. Like, yeah. if you're following the steps I'm taking, like, everybody posts it because these are major milestones I'm taking. 1,242 steps. Yep. Then back in September, I took 1,047. So every time is something more. And more and more. So, and that's even better for my body because that's going to keep me to keep going and keep my, you know, good spirits up taking those steps and everybody else around me as well. Because they're waiting to see it. They're waiting to see every, every walking video, every walking video I do. I know. I, I saw that, right? 1,242 steps and your message underneath it, all caps, all motivational. It was... Uh, all caps. It was so good, all man. Caps. All I do is all caps. That's my, that's my, that's my way. That's, that's what I do. That's when I say, find a way. Now, I didn't uh, bring this up to you, what, what that meant. Um, I know that question was coming. I don't want to jump the gun. Let me know if I'm moving too fast now. You're good, buddy. Because it's a lot of good stuff. It's a lot of yeah. good stuff, Just. 
some good stuff, man. Um, the Find a Way came up in 09. Uh, ex-athletic director at DeSoto High School, name is Pam DeBoer. She used to come in there on my hospital bed, just come in there, Corey, how you going to get this done? Corey, how you going to get this done? Miss Pam, I'm going to find a way how to get it done. No matter how hard life gets, because life will get hard, no matter what issues I'm going to have, no matter what, I'm going to find a way to get through what I'm going to get through. And she's the first one that put the find a way on wristbands. So I have wristbands now that I, you know, sell and bless people with. Um, she started off with black and white and white and black. And ever since 2009, I've been having them. And that find a way has been very powerful. A lot of athletes wear them. Zeke Elliott wearing in this game all the time. Uh, it's just a blessing that people, that find a way means something to me. You know, you know how you give a gift to somebody that somebody gave you and it means something to you? Mm-hmm. And you want them to take care of it. That's how I do about the find a way wristband. I want you to take care of it, no matter if it's 20 years from now. I want you to keep that because it's it's something that you can use in your lifetime. Man, I, I was wondering too, with the exoskeleton, with the machine, how does it actually work? How, well, how does it? You have, yeah. It, it, it might look like it's easy and it might look like it's helping you, but it's not helping you. Um, you have like an increase button and then like a decrease button, um, where they can press a button and they can see if your legs is doing the movement or, uh, and how much, and how much help is the machine helping you with? Um, so yesterday I had, I had a good workout because she hit that decrease button and, for my legs to to do what they did, I just know that the nerves are still there. Mm. Um, I know that um, it's like a light bulb, Justin. Like you trying to screw in a light bulb and it's, 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 it's not in all the way. It's like it's buzzing on this end and it's, it's still cutting off. Mm-hmm. That's, how I, that's how I label this situation with spinal cord injuries. It's just things that's, that light bulb not connected all the way. And it's trying to, and you can tell it's trying to. Mm-hmm. You follow me? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's just what this is because the spinal cord was damaged. And so now it's going to take time to recover. But when you know you try to move your legs and you feel a vibration in the leg, it's just that light bulb ain't connected all the way. And it's just going to take some time. It's just going to take some time. Mm-hmm. And is that something, like how does it work? Is that something that you're able to have at one point all the time? Or is it something that you just, you do monthly? Well, ever, like I said, ever since it's been brought to my attention, back in June, I've been doing it every month. Um, and I'm blessed to be able to get in it. Because like I said, there's plenty of people with your blood to get in it. Mm. But, uh, and what they're doing is, they're doing like a, you ever heard of a test dummy? Yeah. So they're doing certain things with me to test to see how my body feel so I can let other people in wheelchairs know, okay, it felt like this with Corey, so we can maybe try this with somebody else that has a spinal cord injury. Got it. So I said, shoot, use me. Use me. I don't mind. I don't mind at all because at the end of the day, it's therapy. It's helping me. It's encouraging others because not only me walking, my attitude about it. Hmm. That's what it is. That's, that's, the, that's the point of it all. Yeah, cool, you take some steps. Yeah, cool, we're excited for you. 
but it's that positive attitude that's making it more global. Mm-hmm. The story more global. You know, God chose me for this. God is not finished with me. So all those words, and that's why he continued to keep blessing me and staying humble because, and be able to get a machine because the attitude, it's the attitude that's making the story world known and nationwide. Not just how many steps I'm taking, not how many, just because I'm getting in the machine. It's the attitude that's making it more. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to see him walk. I'm ready to, just to see him take some steps. You know, so yes. that's what it's about. Hell yeah, man. It's you. It's your mindset. It's your attitude. It's your energy um, that creates this buzz. And that just shows you with a positive mindset, like what is possible, what opportunities and things can be brought your way when you are vibrating and putting yourself in a good state of mind as consistently as possible. And you are showing that, man. It is so, it's just so cool to see. And really, man, for it to be happening to you, for you be able to, for you getting these opportunities, I'm so happy for you. And I do, like, I understand why. It's because of who you are and it's because of your mind. And that's it, man. As long as you, like I say, as long as you stay positive, you treat people right, do people right, God gonna bless you. You ain't got no choice but to. Mm-hmm. Because you're doing right by people. You can't be talking about, you can't be cool with old Billy, but talking about Billy the next day behind his back. You know, yeah. you just can't do things like that. You can't, you can't, you can't be negative. You know, you can't show, you know, you, I tell you, you can't play both sides of the field. Because at the end of the day, God see this side and he going to see that side. And then you're wondering why God ain't blessed you yet because you're playing both sides. Mm. Corey, did this, did uh, it? You, yeah. oh, sorry, but I was going to ask, did, did the accident, did it create a stronger bond between you and God? Or have you always had this sort of a connection uh, and bond? I've always been closer with him, but ever since the injury and even, even since now I've been walking, I've even been more positive and more happy. Because look what he's doing in my life in this major way. Like, why, why, why complain? Why not be happy? You know, I tell people this yeah. when I speak too. I tell people, you know, it's it's people walking complaining every day. Mm. Why not be thankful and grateful for a small thing mm. that people wishing and begging to have, and you complaining about about, about it? just because God ain't blessed you with it yet. Well, he ain't blessed you with it yet because you're not doing right by him. You do right by him, he gonna come through for you. I don't care what the situation is, but you have to, have to do right by him because if you don't, it's just gonna be prolonged and it's gonna be a delay. It's gonna be a delay in the blessing. Hmm. It's like, Corey, again, I guess, do you you feel like, wow, I'm just, uh, I'm just, again, in, in, in awe of just really who you are. Do you feel like, was it, was it the injury that, that really created more of this mindset from you because you were in situations where you had to find the positive, you had to find the good, you, you know, you, you were in those moments where it's almost like, right. In, in life, we can ask God for positivity. We can ask God for blessings. Right. And it's like, they're going to come to you in maybe not the way that you thought that they were going to come to you, right? They can come to you in an infinite amount of ways and it just might not be how you thought. Right. But I just feel like, man, it's like this, the, the injury I feel like has just brought such a beautiful 
humbling, encouraging side of who you are. And it's, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I think about you, man. And, and it's like, right in life, again, I was saying before, like we can ask for a positive situation. We can ask to be more humble. We can ask to be more courageous and all these things. And again, we're not, gonna, we're not always sure exactly how God is going to give us that situation in order for us to have the experience that we're asking for. Right. And um, I don't, I, again, man, it's just like the, the person that you, that you are, it is just like, do you ever look back on your injury? Is there ever, and answer me honestly, man, is there ever gratitude about your injury uh, because of what it's created, who you've become, how you've helped and inspired people? Um, or is there not at all? Well, I told myself this in 2009. I said, well, I'm going to make sure that my progress be known and, and my story going to be on the news, everything that I do. I said that in 2009. Like, and ever since then, it's every, when I said that, it's been true. Um, I just want to be the light for people that's with disabilities that they can show them that they can still do stuff that they think they can't do, you know? So, yeah. because you're going to have people that, you're going to have people, like I said, that's going to, that's going to treat you, you know, normal. And that's how I, that's how I need to be. Because, like I said, I, I wasn't born like this. So, I try to use a people's situation that's born like that to, to show them like, okay, well, they can motivate me because look what they've been going through. They ain't never had an opportunity to walk. They ain't never had an opportunity to drive. So let me try to see, you know, how can they motivate me? And with and with that, I know a little girl. She's on my Instagram page. Um, her name is Kasaya. And when I went to go speak to a little school, a little elementary school, to a, a little youth class, a little third or fourth grade class, I was rolling down the hallway and I see her in the room. So God put it on my heart. I had to just stop. I wouldn't even worry about the speaking again. I turned, I stopped and turned around and I went into the room. The first thing she asked me was, uh, do people make fun of you in the wheelchair too? Just imagine, just imagine, you're 20-some years old, you finna go speak to a second, third grade class. You see a pretty little girl in there, just sitting in there, and then you roll in there with your wheelchair, and then she just busts out, I don't even ask your name. The first thing she asks is you, do people make fun of you being in a wheelchair because they make fun of me? I I couldn't do nothing but just agree because people do make fun of me. And ever since then, she's been like a little sister I never had. Like, I take her to get shoes. We go to the movies together. Like, you name it. So we've been on a, we did a news story together. She surprised me one day. And... The new segment brought her because I was because I pledged Omega Sci-Fi and I was at Channel Eight one morning and she came out of nowhere and surprised me at the, at the news at the news station on Channel Eight six seven o'clock in the morning just surprised me and it was me and her story together so stuff like that Justin that motivates me uh, if you ask me what motivates me is people that's situation worse than mine and it's her so. And I just, I, I mean, I really do, man. I, I just feel like blessed and grateful to have this conversation with you, um, that you are the person like leading this charge and you are the person that is just showing what a, what a mindset can do in your life. 
uh, and how our life is really up to us. It's up to us and how we perceive it and, and how we, it's up to us. Yep, how we look at it. It's always, it's up to us, which is just like one of the most powerful things ever. Um, and it is right. And Corey, I, I am just a massive fan of gratitude. So what is just something today or in life that you are grateful for? Well, number one, it's a blessing to be alive. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause like I said, back in 09, I thought life was over with for me. I thought God was just calling me home at the time. And if he did, I just had to accept that because that's what God wanted, you know, but he left me here for a reason, man. And it's just, you gotta be thankful for that because it could, it could have been worse for you. I could have been at, I could have been in the bed not being able to move my arms. I could have been laying in the bed doing an interview with you. You just never know, but. If you bless you just to wake up, just to see this concrete, baby, to lean over, just touch some grass. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no other way but just to be happy. Yes. To be able to touch that grass. Because everybody gave can't ain't ain't opportunity to touch the grass. So that's what I'm I'm grateful for, you know. So yeah. that's why I be outside the most. All this he created out here. Be around it. Yep. Be around it. Everything the the trees to the ants, the ants to all that. It matters, man. It matters. Mm-hmm. Man, he he left you here for such a reason and such a purpose, and you are yeah. just fulfilling it to the fullest. And it is just to the fullest, so it's <laughs> it is just so cool to see, man. It honestly just brings me such joy and, and happiness. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love it, man. I I say this. Like I say, I, mean, I ain't stopping until the wheels fall off and they ain't, they ain't falling off. That's why I tell people. Yep. These wheels ain't falling off. Uh-uh. Absolutely, man. And uh, so, Corey, the uh, the question that I ask every every guest on the podcast. So my goal in life is to aid and help in shifting the collective consciousness of the planet to be in a place that is more one, to be in a place that's more like you, Corey, more positive, um, one that just sees the good more often, you know, a consciousness that is more loving and more compassionate, uh, one that's more forgiving and understanding and accepting of each other, accepting and loving of all of us. So it's like, I mean, you're doing it, man, but Corey, what do you feel like you do um, every day or most days to help and aid in this shift of consciousness to this much more beautiful place than we're in right now? Well, to answer that question, I tell people, you pick two people, you ain't got to know them. You give two people a compliment mm. and watch how your day go. You ain't got to know them. You can know them. Just give somebody a compliment. You know, you look nice or that presentation was nice. You give a compliment at least two a day. And that's a good deed right there. That's a good deed. You giving your compliments to somebody going in the grocery store. You pay for somebody, you know, chips or drink, what they get. You do that. You help an elderly lady put stuff in their car. It just, it's so much of a good, those are called compliments as well. You're showing your love. You're doing that out of your heart. You're blessing somebody with $20 for today. That baby really might need it, that $20. You know, even even somebody homeless on the street. I tell people, you don't question what they're going to do with the money. You can't assume that the people on the street going to buy drugs with the money. They might really need that $20 to go save it and buy something. Don't question what you give. As long as you give and God put on your heart to give, don't question the giving. 
you don't do that because that's gonna make you even more in guilt and in fault. Oh, I and and I don't know, I don't know why I gave him that twenty. I ain't gonna do nothing about weed with it. You don't know that. Don't assume that just because they on the street that they. I don't believe everybody on the street smoke. I don't believe that. They just in a tough time in a tough place where some of them just don't want the help at the time. Some of them just choose to be like that. But that twenty dollars might help them. Dude, don't question nobody about that. I have I've had that same exact exact thought before where it's like when I will, you know, give a homeless person some money, I give it because I want to give, because I enjoy giving, because giving feels incredible and I want to help somebody. I don't give it in in the expectation or the assumption of like how they're gonna use it or give it to them to be like, you better use it for this reason. It's like, and like you said, when you have that urge from God to give, don't question it. Just give. And that's one of the coolest. Just give. Yeah. Just give, because when you question the giving, now it's it's like now God like that going to put in your heart, and, and and He looking at you like, well, you shouldn't have gave no way then, you know, if you want to question it. If, if it's gonna bother you, you don't need to be giving if it's gonna bother you. Mm. But yeah, it ain't bothering you when you receive. <laughs> See, when you receiving, then you all happy and joy and and, and jolly, you know. I feel like this. You don't, God don't bless you if you don't give. You got to give. Even if it's not about money, you can give a testimony. You give somebody words of encouragement. You know, it don't cost nothing to do that. It don't cost nothing to speak. You got some people that just wake up and just don't speak to people. Mm -hmm. You wake up that mad, you can't even just get up and speak. Something wrong. Mm -hmm. Something wrong with that picture. You just can't get up and just say, hey, how you doing? How you feeling? You know, my mom and my caretaker, you know, my dad always told me, you know, my dad works a lot, a lot, a lot. But ever since I was a kid, uh, just he always told me, uh, you know, don't worry about me. Just make sure your mama's straight. And I take that really into consideration and uh, honor because we only get one mom, one dad just. So and I have old school parents, so I, they raised me in a different type of way. So I know how people going to be. I know how people going to come at you, and I know how people can run game on you at times. So I know how to balance it out and put people in their place in the right way, you know, when they're trying to do that. Because people try to get over you all the time, take your kindness for weakness. Mm-hmm. I had it done to me before just because I'm in a chair. Just think they they think people are lonely just because they're in a chair. They think uh, somebody can have a relationship just because they're in, they in a chair. They think they need somebody around them just because they're in a chair. They just think they need somebody around them. No, you know, I can do bad by myself. I spend most of my, like on my side, by myself. You know, I don't need no one to be around me. Now, if it's genuine and God bless you in my life to be around me, then I can see, okay, this is his purpose. This is her purpose in my life. You know, if it's God's will for that woman to be my wife, he's going to send me that woman to be my wife. And I'm going to know that's my wife because she's going to accept Corey for Corey and not the fame of Corey. You see what I'm saying? Yep. She's not going to see the chair when she's looking at Corey. She's going to look at Corey and don't even see these wheels. Right. She's going to see you, your soul, your soul. being, who you who you truly are. That's all that matters. Is who we are. Even though things, even though things gonna, it's gonna have to be taken care of, you know, health wise and different things. I mean, help with, 
but she know that already. She didn't even got to question that. Mm-hmm. She looking at me as a person and looking at me is still as a human and still as a person because I'm just sitting. I tell people, I'm just injured. I wasn't born like I'm just injured. Treat me the same. Treat me the same because that's how I want to be treated. Don't give me no crutch, you know? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Corey, my man, dude, I love you so much, dude. I just, I, I'm so grateful to have this. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, to have this conversation with you, just to spread more awareness of who you are, the type of mindset that you have, um, so people can just hear yes, it, sir. right? Be aware of it, um, and just see the good, and know that no matter how hard a situation gets, you can always make it through it. Um, you can always see the light in the situation. You can always see the positivity. So. Corey, before we cut out, man, if you can just let people know where they can find you on social media so they can reach out to you, just check you out and just be inspired by you every day. Uh, it's just Corey Borner 24. That's like corner, but Borner. Um, and uh, I'm going to send y'all the video as well, the page. I know y'all post a lot of good stuff like that. So if that's okay, I can send it to you. I don't know who controls the page. Send it over, man. Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, like I said, it's a blessing, man. I love to to do that and do those videos because they mean a lot to me and especially mean a lot to God because he blessed me to be able to take the steps. So that's the thing about videos and inspiring videos. God gave us the opportunity to to do it so other people can see it. And so with me doing it and sending it to people, not just because gaining people to follow, it's just for people to see that a person is not giving up through this hard time that he's been in a chair. Let me read these words what he typed in all caps. Let me read these powerful words so I can feel them so now I can use this situation and motivate me because I'm going through something that I don't need to be complaining about. Yep. That's it. Yes, yes. Uh, that was perfect, man. I uh, I appreciate you being here so much and just who you are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just who you are as a person. Everybody, go check out Corey. Just right, and I love it too. It's like not for the followers. It's just to help people. Just to, it's not for that. Right? It's just, it's not for it. Mm-hmm. It's to motivate people, right. help them bring a little more joy, happiness in their life, just help them feel a little bit better. So go check Corey out. I am going to put his, um, his handle uh, in the description of the episode too. So you guys can grab it there. Corey, man, dude, really love who you are. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, uh, thanks for having me. We'll meet again. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, man. Everybody, we love you and we'll see you next time.